ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of Shadow Running on Empty. This evening, we've got the full team with us, joining us from his underground bunker deep within Koss territory. It's our lovable Tyler. How you doing this evening, man? Hell yeah, brother. You know, I'm just staying vigil against the mysterious forces. I know they're out there, man. I know they're coming for us. But hey, humanity, for the costs, for all of Earth, for Dunkles on, I'm ready. But anyway, uh, it's good to be back. And, for, a, uh, for a second there, when you started with humanity, I thought that we were about to go on a humanist tangent as well. And I was going to be uh, like, no, no, oh, no, God, no, he's no, full no. in. No, oh, he's full that, in. I'm not on that sector of humanists because I hate to say it as a human. Humans, you're basic. Anyway, that's how I feel about humans in fantasy games. That's my hot take for today, for now. Um, anyway, anyway, I could literally talk all day, but the person who I want to hear talking now, and just you guys get to enjoy the the dulcet tones as well. So easy. How you doing, dude? <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm doing good. I'm not in my bunker hiding from the mysterious forces, unfortunately. Uh, you should be, brother, because they are waiting. <laughs> Well, I'll get my tinfoil hat as soon as I can. That's the only way to truly be safe. Absolutely. <laughs> Stay vigilant, brethren. Stay vigilant, especially with today's topic. We've been dancing around it for the last few episodes. You guys, today we are finally going to dive in and talk about the Euro Wars. I know you're so excited. Uh... Yeah, Europe's coming up in another... Thing too huh, that that's going huh it's, weird. it's like over the hmm. course of a particular actual play podcast i developed a real life interest in the huh. origin of my character oh interesting I can't wait for this character to age really well in a couple years when a uh russian belarusian i should say <laughs> was speaking with a very bad boston accent uh i don't know what i was like do. Like that first episode, sorry to take a tangent so early. No, no, it's fine. When it's I started talking as that character in my head, I was like, what would be the weirdest accent that I could pull out in a in a uh, RPG that I don't hear very often? And I was like, yeah, he's going to sound like he's from New York or something, you know? But that, yeah, is, yeah. that, is, that is a moment of self-discovery for me. <laughs> well, for more discovery... If you guys are enjoying these episodes and you'd love to hear them early before they actually release to the public, then you'll just have to come on over to our Patreon. Come join us at patreon.com slash critical underscore hits for just $5 a month. You'll get to hear all of these beautiful episodes before they're released to everybody else. You'll also get shouted out at the end of our sinless show. You guys, if you haven't been watching, this is all interconnected lore, the actual game. Come on, check it out. And the other juicy piece that you get is you can submit your questions to us to get answered in our upcoming future worm talks we've already done one that was released so that you guys could see the it's format of it and we do plan on releasing more they will however be patreon exclusive 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 but thank you for that we really appreciate you guys i'm having a blast i really enjoy the positive feedback that uh we have been hearing for the show but let's talk about 
Euro Wars. Dun, 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 dun. Yeah, I feel like I need the uh, <laughs> the Terminator music. Just yeah, actually, yeah. I, I guess, I guess, because we're gonna cover this. But what would be the appropriate music that would play for a Euro Wars like Saving Private Ryan style movie? Oh, for a movie? Oh, jeez. Sure. Probably like early two thousands German house music. Oh, okay. So <laughs> you're gonna say German new wave, and I was like, whoa. No. Whoa. Oh, it was a, it, it was a war that occurred uh, a moderate amount of time ago in a continent far, far away. <laughs> Starring sketchy. Archer Steel. Oh my gosh, the one, the only, the one, the only, and the myth, the legend, and definitely, uh, you know, no spoilers. <laughs> the the one might be a bit of a stretch. <laughs> the the duplicate uh, okay. you know what you'll have to watch also, the show to find out okay. the multiple the many <laughs> <laughs> the machine archer steel oh, the multiple geez. the many the machine the this machine. summer on trid oh, uh, okay okay also i'm not i'm not gonna call my shot now but also uh-huh. I'm, gonna, I'm gonna call my shot sure if, and you know folks who don't want spoilers skip for the next 20 seconds but i'm gonna say it right now if it turns out that like one of the last people in my squad or my dad is actually Archer Steel. I'm gonna fucking flip a table. <laughs> wow, what a reveal oh, that would be! Oh, oh no! Or my beloved uh, pop culture icon, who definitely does finger guns now. Canonical. <laughs> By the way, tune into the Sinless Podcast, guys, if you haven't already. Anyway, <clears throat> please continue. Sure. I'll... <laughs> we stand Archer uh... Steel. We stand Carl Combat Mage. Okay, we please stand. continue. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Let's take us back to the lovely time of 2016. All right. Current president of Russia, because we've got to start in Russia. I know you're so excited. Ah. President Cherlinko is assassinated. No, fearless in 2016. leader. There's a, there's a large chunk of time there's actually 10 years go by uh ups and downs of a new president coming in and not doing very well the russian economy is not doing very well you're losing land the transpolar council claims a portion of siberia so you're i mean it's siberia but still that's part of mother russia mother russia and you don't take that land but you're losing it. The The continent is losing it. They lost part of the peninsula that is off in the Pacific side to an earthquake earlier in 2012. And so 2026, we see some stabilization come in with the elected, air quotes, elected general secretary. That's right. We're no longer in presidencies anymore. We're taking a lovely step back to Soviet style. Boris Kroputin. Kroputin? Yeah, Kroputin. Like Putin, but no, no, Putin, Putin, not oh he he no to Kroputin. Okay, all right. Ha ha ha! He becomes the general secretary in 2026 so we've we are no longer in a democracy we are stepping back to the old times yes 
And like I said, they're losing a lot of land. So what's the best way to get land when you're losing it? That's right. You, Extraterritoriality? You, no, you take it from people that have it. So starting in 2031, we launch Euro War One. Like a book? Uh, well, there is a Euro War Two, and we will get there. I promise. <laughs> the sequel, it strikes back. Do they call it the Great Euro War for the first uh, one? No, they don't. They just call it Euro War One and Euro War Two. Or for the if you mm. want to play along at home, Euro War One and Euro War: The Returns. <laughs> Euro War: The Revenge. The Revenge. Um, they do refer to people that served in Euro War Two, though, as the greatest Euro warriors. Thank you, mm. thank you. Mm. Okay, because mm. I was like. Wait, so in the first Euro War, assuming that same naming convention transferred over, mm-hmm. when the first Euro War happened and they didn't think there was going to be another one, did mm-hmm. they also call it Euro War 1? No, it's <laughs> like a that's like a it's the same thing with World War. They called it the World War. And then World War 2 happened and they were like, "Well, now this is World War 2, so that one <laughs> in <laughs> so facto is World War 1." Mm, yes. That's well, how it originally... happens. Yeah. Originally, it was the Great War, thinking it was going to be the war to end all wars, and then hmm. World War II happened. And, you know what? That's a whole history Ladies lesson. Ladies and gentlemen, I don't feel like come I need to, to <laughs> Shadowrun on Empty for Shadowrun lore. Stay for the real world implications of also, historical lore. I would have thought that Euro War One would have been the War of 1812, but I guess that's just me. <laughs> <laughs> look, look, that's way too on the nose and literal (laughs) we we can't do that (laughs) this is euro war one okay Okay. yeah yeah, leave us out of this yes the 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 war to end all wars euro war one so 2030 russia is losing its land so it wants more it wants to build back up to be the glory that it used to be so in 2030 russia invades poland and finland Wait a minute, I've heard this strategy before. I have also heard this strategy before. <laughs> but at least they don't have to go then try to take Russia because, you know, they're already uh, there. They're already there. They're coming <laughs> in. Of course, the Polish military folds like a house of cards within three months. Oh, Poland. What's up with Poland, you know, not being able to repel its borders ever since it was no longer part of Prussia? I have a Polish friend who uh, will have words. <laughs> yeah, and those words are going to be, yeah, okay. I surrender. You no, said, I, surrender. I, don't I don't want to fight about it. That's the words that they're going to be. So enjoy them. I will. <laughs> <laughs> so they begin by annexing Poland, and they will move out from there using Poland as a staging ground. Uh, a whole year later, in 2031, the Russian forces will cross the Polish-German border. And this is when the nations of Western Europe come together to form the European Defense Force because NATO is no longer a thing. I thought that they would have just called themselves Westeros, but I guess that was already taken. Oh, Mm -hmm. copyright, copyright, copyright. And you're banned. (laughs) (laughs) And because it's a fantasy to think you can win in a land war against Russia. (laughs) Uh, Foolish fool. uh, Foolish. 
So the European Defense Force actually is together. Hang on, I I do have to make a quick errata to that statement. The Ukraine uh-huh. is currently very much proving that that is not the case. So <laughs> I retract my statement from twenty seconds ago. Damn right, dang. Let, let's go Ukraine. Fuck Russia. All right, continue. Sorry. Holy shit! <laughs> wow. Okay. <laughs> and how? And how? <laughs> And these one. opinions are my own. I will say that. Yeah. You know, okay, that's fair. Uh, Russia was advancing into Eastern Germany, the Czech Republic, Hungary, and Austria, all from the annexed Poland. European forces desperately fought back against the invaders. And during the 2032, the Russians slowly advanced towards Berlin. Dun, 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 dun. Oh. But they deemed it too difficult to take and bypass the city and advanced into the German heartland instead. The EDF being the European Defense Force. EDF. EDF. I, I thought EDF. it was going to be Earth Defense Force. It is the oh, Earth geez. Defense Force. Earth Defense. <laughs> yeah, what a Russia, great, Russia what a great had game. A, Russia had an army of giant ants that they stuck at the <laughs> I knew it. Berlin with. Luckily... <laughs> Luckily, the Berlin Valkyrie squad was able to repel the ants. So it's stranger than fiction. The EDF, supported by the newly founded Met 2000, Met 2000, will manage to stall the invasion at the River Elbe in 2032. Now, I know what you may be asking yourself: What the heck is a Met 2000? Easy, what the heck is a Met 2000? You know what? I'm glad you asked. I've got an answer for you. Mm-hmm. A Met 2000 is an organization called the Mobile Eingratrup 2000. Mm-hmm. What the hell did you call me? <laughs> or better known as Mobile Intervention Force 2000. We went through 1,999 of them. Well, I'm sure they just slap 2000 on there because they want to sound futury. Mm. Checks out. Mhm. Mhm. The the MET is one of the largest mercenary forces in the world, boasting over 200,000 personnel. That's a lot of personnel. The MET serve in the classic land, air, and sea branches, although their sea branch is definitely their smallest, being able to put forth an entire mercenary army is still pretty impressive. That's still a lot of seamen. Uh, <sighs> woo! Check mark, you guys, if you're playing the game at home. Yes, and I always am. Speedrun <laughs> the horny. There it is. Bonk, bonk, bonk. Also, <laughs> remind me off mic to tell you about a uh, a Christmas gift slash April Fool's joke I'm doing, or in the process oh, of doing. Okay. Oh, God, right. I'm so excited. Off the pod, off the pod. <laughs> okay, okay. Uh, the MET 2000 is also a soda-equipped army, meaning they are state-of-the-art. Oh. I thought it meant that they were highly caffeinated. No, they're not. Well, you know, they could be highly caffeinated as well. Maybe they're taking all of that long haul, huh? 
Huh? I assumed that they'd be taking rage if you're in war. Oh, but... well, you never know. <laughs> I actually thought there was like an old school uh, Coke bottle with a gun. <laughs> That's where my brain went. Well, you use the Coke bottle as a silencer because the sound of breaking <laughs> glass is less auspicious than the sound of a gunshot. Wow. Um, Damn right. All of these soldiers in the MET are well-trained and almost all of them have cyberware to some degree. The Should. interesting thing about the MET is that they are technically owned mm -hmm. as a corporation. Oh, well, why not? They have shareholders. The shareholders that supply the funding for the MET include the Allied German States, the IFMU, and Ruhrmetall. No word. It's like rur, like the the like a car. The, rur, the, rur. Like the Rhineland. The rur. Ah, okay. Does that make more sense? Rhineland's a yes. fine land indeed. It sets mm -hmm. up in the rur area. Yes. Of Germany. Yes. Uh, which also becomes a part of Sederkrupp. <gasps> Woo! Part of the Great Plan, baby. <laughs> so there you go. Uh, the other people that have share stock in this mercenary army is, of course, none other than Ares Macrotechnology. Yes, Woo! Ares Macrotech. And there are a few Japanese imperial states with interest as well. Although over the years, uh, the Japan, the Japanicorp interest falls in the MET when they get their own homegrown mercenary force. Homegrown, baby. Yeah, they're too busy trying to figure out how to get all the metas out of Japan. You know, they can't be dealing with mercenary <laughs> forces. Oh, oh, Doing the Lord's work! <laughs> <laughs> so yes, the MET is what helps come in to help stop the advance of the Russian forces. And, remind me, remind and me, how. And how. Remind me how far off we are from actual history uh, on occasion. Because it's getting to the point now where I'm hearing stuff in Shadowrun. And I'm uh -huh. like, that probably happened. That probably certainly happened in history. Well, Russia Russia hasn't invaded Poland, so. <laughs> uh, yet. Yes. That's yes. Yes. no more <laughs> mysterious forces, Russia edition. <clears throat> I don't think that those are mysterious forces. I think that's just Russia, dude. Like, uh, <laughs> we just call them forces. Yeah, there's that, we called them <laughs> the Russian forces. front. Like that's not. Uh, there's nothing mysterious about it. <laughs> we just call uh, them Russia. Oh man, we have in January 2033, a new faction suddenly enters into the war, attacking both sides. So, correct me if I'm wrong. Mm-hmm. The Euro Wars haven't happened in our playthrough yet, have they? Uh, yes, they have. Oh, okay. Because we're we're in twenty sixty. No, oh, twenty sixty. For some and reason, I thought we were in thirty years ago. Okay, never mind. No, no, never no. mind. If we were still in twenty thirty, you wouldn't even have your your best bud Dunkles on yet. Oh, that's true. That's that, a that, worse world. What a nightmare reality that would be to live in. He would have been, and then, you know, the worm talks, but then yeah. you would have had to live through his assassination. I've already done it once. I won't do it again. I, 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 <laughs> we go through it every day on Dragon <laughs> Remembrance Day, where we remember dragons as a general. What, what did you say before? 
remember dragons in a general sense in a general sense yeah remembering dragons in a general sense (laughs) that's what we do on goals on or dragon appreciation day sorry okay anyway so anyway uh in 2033 this new mysterious faction (laughs) suddenly enters into the war and attacks both the german side and the russian side using night wraith bombers they destroy the respective headquarters computer viruses sabotaged military networks and commando units were sent in to assassinate various warmongering hardliners shortly after this as in almost the next day (laughs) there is an armistice that is signed to end the war between russia trying to advance into germany and uh, austria hungary and the czech republic However, I'm pretty sure in that armistice, uh, <clears throat> they keep Poland. <clears throat> well, you know, <laughs> they are, they're already there. I mean, you the good with the bad, you, and then you, you had armistice. You can only yeah. armistice so much, you know, I mean, let's, let's not get crazy. I'm known to armistice from time to time. But... <laughs> now, it was suspected or hinted at that this mysterious new faction could have been the United Kingdom, but nobody knows for sure diabolical. britain 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 there's a whole <laughs> whole conspiracy theory behind it you know or it could have been a coalition of other uh western european countries just wanting to stave off the advance of the russian military trying to come over to their side Oh, can I ask a quick aside, because I am intrigued by this, because I, I just thought of this while we were talking about the possible sure. involvement of Britain. Mm-hmm. In the Sixth World, what's the situation regarding the monarchy in Britain? Is it still around? Has it been replaced? Is is the queen just a cyborg now? <laughs> like, It's Q-U-3-3-N. Yeah. Uh, let's take a look here. Uh... In 2009, King Charles III is crowned in Westminster Abbey. Oh, okay. There you go. Okay. Well, that's not nearly as exciting, but okay. <laughs> they just kind of followed along with history. Yeah. Actual history. Boring. <laughs> <laughs> original. Oh, uh, it does change. It does change hands. In 2012, King Charles III advocates the throne in favor of his only surviving son, uh, George the seventh. Ah, good old George. Mm hmm. You know, keeping it in line with other previous Georges. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Georgie. Oh, geez. <laughs> hey, that's where my brain goes. Oh, wow. Um, in 2021, England's King George VII is declared dead. Rumors persist that he was killed when he was when he began changing into a troll. <laughs> oh. So oh. apparently he did not survive goblinization. You gotta keep the monarchy he was... bloodline pure. <laughs> he was not he was not worthy. Uh, 20, 2024 after a for long succession dispute. Wait, sorry, sorry. I'm okay. You said he was turning into a troll. Mm-hmm. 
it's so when we start talking about the monarchy in my mm-hmm. head as a joking answer is like they're all a kingdom of trolls now <laughs> and i was like i'm not gonna say that because that's ridiculous it would never happen well, well there you go now you know now you should go with your gut jokes on you funny man tinfoil hat approved uh 2024 like i said after a pro- prolonged succession dispute george edward richard windsor hanover Becomes King George the Eighth in England. Word, hell of a name. What else we got? Does he keep it going? <laughs> We're gonna find out because I've got the history of Britain pulled up here in the Sixth World. Well, in 2025, they the United Kingdom Constitution Act is passed, and they create the Lord Protector's Office. Oh, that sounds like a bureaucratic paladin's office. Ooh, although I think you're right because this gets kind of dark. In 2027, the Lord Protectorate's office drafts the Magical Practitioner's Registration Bill. Oh, no! Which Parliament passes into law. Uh Uh-oh. That sounds like a bad idea. Not good, very bad. (laughs) Oh, here here is uh, Shadowrun mirroring real life again. In 2028, Britain withdraws from the European Economic Community. Brexit! Brexit happens! Oh, man. (laughs) As the kids say, big oof. Uh, in 2036, regeneration and transformation of regional forests begins in Scotland. The next year, wolves and bears are restored to the Scottish mm. wildland. Wait. Okay, okay. Gotcha, gotcha. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. No further questions. Okay, okay. Beginning in 2025 and until 2071. Remember, in 2025, they did the Lord Protectorate. Well... 2025 to 2071, the Lord Protectorate was the most powerful man in England. And apparently a powerful druid. The Lord Protectorate? Mm-hmm. Was a druid? Yep. Hmm. Right on. The Lord Protectorate's office controlled the administration, education, and licensing and re and registration of magic users, technomancers, and cyberware. And the national security. His main rivals for power were the monarch Queen uh, Caroline and the growing political power of the People's Party. Hmm. Or as we say here, sweet Caroline. In 2062, the island of Lyonese rose in the channel, and a man calling himself Pendragon was cited claiming to have retrieved Excalibur from the island. Oh. I mean, that means he gets to be the rightful king. That's the law. Uh, that's that's the law. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So, yeah. I mean, the, so, so the, there's so... there's your brief English history lesson of the sixth world. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So yes, the monarchy does survive. It does apparently get kind of subverted a little bit when they introduce the Lord Protectorate. And then after 2071, which almost takes us to current time in the Shadowrun universe, we see somebody named Pendragon and the word Excalibur is thrown around. Mm-hmm. Mm. Hmm. Interesting. Interesting. I 
I, for one, still hoped that we would have had the Robo Queen, but I guess, you know. Oh, sorry. <laughs> sorry to disappoint. That's eh, fine. And don't worry, in a few ep- a future episode, we will circle back and talk about this Pendragon. Ooh. Because I am aware of his true identity. He is an actual dragon. He's not. He's the leader Dang. of the mysterious forces. Uh, also, no. although, oh. although, oh. although, oh. he may mess with the mysterious forces from time to time. Mess with? Yes, like get in their way or try Yo. and subvert their plans. So he's an ally, is what I'm saying. He's a comrade. <laughs> yes. Hell yeah. Hell he's... yeah, Pendragon. Pendragon, whoop, whoop. <laughs> so that was Euro War Part 1. So Russia taking more land and uh, being beat by a bunch of mercenaries. Being beat up by a bunch of mercenaries. Definitely not mirroring real life right now. Uh, uh, uh. Whoa, be wee, wow, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> and you'd think that would have been the end of the Euro Wars, right? I mean, it was the end of the Great Euro War. 2033, they signed the armistice. All done. Well, in comes 2034. Oh, no. Uh, taking advantage of Europe's war-torn situation, always waiting for those opportune moments, <clears throat> the Alliance for Allah, a fundamentalist mm. Islamic <laughs> movement which had taken over the Muslim states of the Middle East, launches attacks on Russia India, the Balkans, Israel, and the Iberian Peninsula. They were just like, we're coming for everybody. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, They have far more success than the Russians did. We'll start with the lovely attack that they tried to launch on Israel. Sweet. As it was the only one that was unsuccessful. Oh, okay. It's air defense forces that they have held uh, and to retaliate against the AFA, uh, Israel used tactical nuclear weapons. Hmm. Just dropping some tactical nukes, you know, on on the Ah. command and control sites and fortified defenses that were Hmm. uh, arrayed against them. Right on, right on. And, you know, that caused them to definitely uh, drop trying to get to Israel. Brief uh, Israel history lesson for you guys. Because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I, I figured that would be a follow-up question of what is that kind of like in the sixth world? Oh, uh, you know, I don't know if I was necessarily asked about that. <laughs> <laughs> well, you'll be happy to know uh-huh. that after Arafat dies in 2004, mm-hmm. politics changed radically on both sides. Arafat's successor accepts Israel and Palestine gets its autonomy. Oh, nice. Both Hell people yeah. both people claim Jerusalem as their capital until 2012 when that unfortunate astral disturbance almost decimates the city. Courtesy of mysterious forces. Well, courtesy of the awakening. Uh-oh. that's that's also fair yes so some good news at least it was they were allied uh when the attack came from the afa and that's probably another reason why it was so difficult 
for them to gain any ground. So, hey, some positive stuff. I'll take it. <laughs> Advancing north, the AFA drove through Georgia, Armenia, Turkestan, and Azerbaijani rapidly advancing towards Russia until it, their advance was stalled at the meat grinder of Volgograd. Ooh. What was that name? Volgograd. No, no, no. Go back like a, a sentence or two. Where, where, where are we going? The meat grind? grinder? Yeah, yeah, the meat grinder mm -hmm. of a city. And would you like to know what this city was formerly called? <laughs> Stalingrad. Oh, mama. So yeah. another another war that grinds out in Stalingrad. But not it always comes. War. It always comes down to Stalingrad, man. It really does. I don't know why. Every but single is it about time that city. Fuck, dude. It's always rad in Stalingrad. <laughs> so it grinds to a halt there. The a AFA has heavy losses, as do the Russians, who continuously just throw troops at them, much like the original war in Stalingrad in mm. World War II. Mm. 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 But if it ain't broke, don't fix it. I don't intend to. Uh, meanwhile, India had to deal with an invasion of the AFA through Kashmir. Did they repel them? Let me look really quick. Uh, slightly, they're able to hold their own. College effort. College effort. Those invading the Balkans, though, rapidly conquered Greece, but they were halted at Vienna and then were slowly rolled back from there at a great cost. And this, is, again, is where the EDF will have stepped in, the European Defense Force, even though it was battered and beat up from the previous Euro War, Slowly rolling them back. EDF. 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 <laughs> However, the invasion of Iberia was carried out not by a military force, but by a ragtag jihadist army. Interesting. So the invasion into Spain and Portugal was not by uh, a, an official AFA, AFA army, but this conglomeration of poor and desperate <laughs> they overrun the coast of spain and sicily and parts of portugal in early 2036 an anglo-spanish task force restored king Hassad to the throne in the middle east ending the fundamentalist rule which resulted in the collapse of the jihadist advance in the Iberian Peninsula. Two months later, Greece is retaken. But there's a stalemate in the rest of the Balkans. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Eventually, the leader of the AFA is assassinated by a commando team. Curses. Curses! <laughs> this throws them into disarray and infighting as they no longer had a solid leader. So, of course, all of the smaller commanders thinking they should be in charge start infighting with themselves. And then European commandos are able to topple the fundalist, fundamentalist regime, ending 
the Second Euro War by 2037. So how long were each? So that time. <laughs> uh Russia like three years? Russia's from 2030 to 2033. Hey. hey. And then the Euro and Wars then 2 Euro Wars 2 is 2034 to 2037. Three motherfucking years. Isn't that four? <laughs> 2034 no. to 2037? Oh, 2034. Oh, yes, I 2034. Okay. Wow. Yeah. Three years for each. Well, when you, you got to think, when you've got things like tactical nukes and cyber, <laughs> cyber people and magic, Earth. I don't think you're going to have a very and long, I do. drawn out year. <laughs> yeah, wars don't last seven years in the sixth world. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, especially if you also think about taking into account what if you weaponize uh, paranormal critters too? Yeah. Oh no, my Nova Possum. Yeah, you would. You, yeah. you you strap a stick of C four to a Nova Possum. No, you stop. <laughs> and then and, stop. And then and then you unleash it in an enemy tank. Why? Why yeah. are you like this? It's the it's because it's it's the first armored possum brigade known as the Tank Buster Unit. Oh, we also call them the Brave Ones. The brave well, ones. Oh, I know what we call them. Well, what do we call them? Brave ones, the bra- just the brave ones. Okay. Yeah, man, that's all you need to know. That's it. That's all. Really, that's all that really self-explanatory. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I am, you know, the devil rats. We're gonna. I already made the joke about winning in nationals, but they're gonna they're gonna win in nationals. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Sure, sure. You you never know. You can hold out hope. I do. <laughs> so this is the Euro Wars that definitely reshapes the map in the area. You have the loss of the Balkans to um, the Islamic United Muslim countries. You have devastation up into Spain and the coastal areas of Spain and Portugal and to Sicily and parts of Italy. Poland is completely lost to Russia and uh, of course, Germany has collapsed into its bunch of different independent nations, which is one of the reasons why Russia thought it would be a juicy target because they didn't think they would be able to band together to fight them off. Fools, all of them. Woe betide to them. Whoa. I love that saying. So, really, you could kind of roll all this together into technically one Euro war that lasted six years, just. Started by two different armies. That about tracks, yeah. I mean, technically yeah. speaking. And I do speak technically. Uh, you will be happy to know that in 2035, the general secretary in Russia, Boris Krupin, resigns. Krupun? Over the, yeah, Krupun resigns over the failure of the Euro Wars. You know. He promised more land and he didn't deliver. He only partially delivered. No uh, half measures. Nope. So the Democratic Recovery Alliance takes power and proceeds to initiate half-hearted reforms. <laughs> My favorite. <Recovery> right? Reforms. <laughs> we, we promise we'll fix things eventually. <laughs> we promise we'll maybe sometime <laughs> if you believe hard enough. <laughs> well, they didn't believe hard enough. Oh, no! 
because in Russia at in 2037, towards the end of the second Euro War, the nationalist, the National Soviet Reconstructionists defeat the Democratic Recovery Alliance in national elections. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So Russia in the sixth world by 2037 is back to being a Soviet state. Hell yeah, comrade. Mm, yeah, yes, comrade is right. <laughs> <laughs> and even up into 2060s, they're still Soviet. So they make the change in the 2030s and keep it all the way into the new years. Oh. <laughs> once Soviet, never never not. <laughs> Word, as Sun Tzu once said. Right? Once Soviet. Uh, I'm sure as, as Russia says quite a bit. Word. <laughs> and for... we do, comrade. <laughs> and we do. <laughs> for, a, for, a, for a reference that I'm making purely for Tyler's benefit here. I'm sure mm-hmm. that love sausage would be stoked. Love sausage, let's <laughs> go, man, man, man. That show is weird. <laughs> wow, boys, now on Amazon. <sighs> not sponsored, so the, not an ad. <laughs> does that help give you a better idea of all of how we've referenced the Euro Wars before, and we've talked about, and these were televised most through most of the conflict. So people are watching every day, almost like we have now, you know, the 24-hour news cycle. Yeah. So they've got 24-hour well, hell yeah. war coverage. 24-hour yeah, war sound... cycle. Woo! Well, think about it, too. You've got the drones that can do reporting as well, so you don't have to necessarily have a reporter there on site to be in danger. They can be from a remote area just... Those, sending a drone through those damn drones taking their jibs taking taking their their they're taking their words <laughs> i can't be a wartime correspondent no more that drone took my dad <laughs> that is such a timely reference huh <laughs> right how about that of course you also definitely see a a giant spike in mercenary work that takes place during both of the euro wars and of course Hello. corporate of course, corporations wanting to test any and all of their new toys that they're making uh, will send in their own specialist commando units, uh, sometimes on both sides of the conflict, you know, just to spice things up. Got to keep things profitable. And then because of that, that's <laughs> the evolution from the Euro Wars transforming into the Desert War, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. Once the Euro Wars are done, this all sort of migrates Tyler laughs, but that was an honest question. <laughs> no, but that made me think about like uh what was that? What was the Transformers with the dinosaurs? Dawn of Extinction? Beast, Beast Wars? Are you talking about I, Beast yeah, Wars? Yeah, Beast oh. Wars. And <laughs> Beast then Wars? it was what after Beast Wars? Uh, 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 you guys don't remember? They were in the future. Uh, I watched uh, Beast Wars. Beast, Beast oh, Machines. That's what it was. Oh, Beast, Beast Machines. Machines. Oh. Okay, sorry. Yeah, sorry. Okay. I laughed there because the way you were describing that, I was like, oh, he's just describing the lore of Beast Machines. No. Uh, no okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I get you. I get you. Also, uh, um, um, actually, uh, uh oh. 
The only dinosaur it happened. in I mean, Beast it... Wars uh, was Megatron, who was a Tyrannosaurus okay. Rex. Uh, wow. okay. The Sir? actual dinosaur <laughs> robots are their own, uh, you know, branch of the Autobots led by Grimlock, who is strong. Uh, that are the actual <laughs> Dinobots. So the true Dinobots. Uh, you know, just putting that out there. You know what? I knew one day, one day I'd get them um, actually. But I didn't expect so, it from you. You, you should have. Right. Who else was it going to be from? <laughs> uh, minor, minor correction. And mm. that's that's what we do here. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Desert Wars took place before the Euro Wars. Oh, really? Correction. If you never correct yeah. me, I'm never wrong. Wee. Oh, yes. weird. Uh, the Desert Wars and the Desert Wars were treated. Ready? They were treated as the largest sport in the world. <laughs> Yeah, because I thought, like, the whole crux of the Desert Wars was essentially all of the Megacorps wanted to test their new weapons, so they just gave them yeah, the people yeah. and had them well, this... go fight each other with them. <laughs> this is early on. Uh, so the most popular of them takes place in the Sahara Desert. Right. Uh, in the blasted-out ruins of what used to be Libya. Oh, okay. Uh, it's called the Ten-Minute War. <laughs> okay. Wow. It is essentially a televised skirmish between corporate security forces and can also host mercenary corporations. Damn. It is said that the championship match is lethal with the, live ordnance, the combat magic, match. and killer matrix programs in use. Oh so it's God. like Urban Brawl, but it's a TV, it's a syndicated series? It's a blood uh, sport. It's, it's a, a, it's blood a sport. literal oh blood sport. God. It's not even like urban brawl. It's just like gladiators with it's guns. It's literally just, yeah, just murder le- for murder. Literally, yeah, literally just gladiator battles. Yeah. The matches leading up to the, quote, championship Sweet. are non-lethal with a mix of dummy rounds, laser ID tagging systems with locking oh, exoskeletons, no. non-lethal matrix programs, and stun magic. Uh, the, okay. The final was the one where all the death happened. All the death. So the finals are when they escalate to a blood sport. Mm-hmm. The, the finals was the ten minute war. Oh my god, that so, is yeah, brutal. The, the desert war is not technically just held uh, in in Africa. The desert war was actually like a catch term oh. for this for this sport, quote unquote. Oh, so it wasn't because... an actual war. The other Desert Wars franchises, franchises, operate... yes, franchises operates My, her brain in the hurts. Gobi Desert of the Asian continent, Dude. and the Mojave in the southwest mm. of the former United States. Okay, now States. I'm just thinking of how this would look like in like Zoids, where it's literally anywhere. It's just this is now a sanctioned, you know, battlefield. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, according to Shadow Mr. Runners, referee pops out of a trash can. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> according to Shadow, according to Shadow Runners, the Gobi Desert franchise is the second highest rated Desert War franchise, with the Mojave in the third. Jesus Christ! So then we're, I'm, we're okay, so, right? <laughs> so then I'm assuming that the weaponry tested in the Desert Wars was then the weaponry used during the Euro Wars. Yes. By the mercenary squads. By the mercenary squads. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, and and also, just another open ground to have corporations test any other weapons or right. weapon platforms that they happen to be working on, because in the Desert Wars, uh, one of the weapon platforms that you see is the T eighteen MBT, which is a neo-Soviet vector thrust tank. Fun. 
That was just a cool sentence. <laughs> I, I mean, prefer huh? it when my tanks thrust. Word? <laughs> hover tanks. Hover tanks, my guys. Hover tanks. Yeah, I get what I you mean. What it's just yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. It's more fun when it's sexual so easy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you should know by now. This is you like, know, I try how, I try not to, but how many episodes are we? <laughs> You must accept your truth. Less twenty, twenty twenty some, and still going strong. I tell you what, this tank ain't empty. Let me tell you. (laughs) Oh my god, I'm shadow running on something right now. (laughs) Yeah. Just, just because we brought it up, the official Desert War uh, history involves two corporate security teams coming to blows over some forgotten pre twenty twenty nine crashed tech in the blasted ruins of libya oh it's it, it was literally war games with escalation is what you're telling me yes oh. the media okay. catching catching word of the ensuing violence decided to broadcast it to the world for a huge ratings windfall yeah of course it was mm-hmm. it was a pay-per-view it probably turned into that especially when they made it a franchise yeah especially the 10 minute war I mean, 10 minute war brought to you by 10 Snickers. minute war Brought to, by, <laughs> brought to you by Snickers. Mountain Dew Bloodsport. <laughs> the Desert Wars, it's satisfying. Brought to you by Snickers. <laughs> you're, you're not you in the Desert Wars. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> it's war time for a war crime. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> this is fine. Everything's okay. Uh oh! I have the reason why uh Libya is a blasted out uh wasteland. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's all thanks to uh 2024 when Libya launched chemical weapons attacks on Israel, killing thousands. Mm-hmm. Um, and so the retaliation <laughs> the retaliation is Israel replying with nuclear weapons, uh, annihilating Tripoli and other major cities, killing millions and mortally wounding the Libyan state. So next year. <laughs> well, this happened in two, this happened in 2004, so Oh, 2004. Sorry. I thought you said 2024. Okay. Bye. Oh, uh well, you know, if things are like 20 Time is relative. Uh, possible. We're in both the yesterday and the tomorrow of today. Oh, jeez. So there you go. Do. So this was this is now Euro Wars plus Desert Wars. Existential concepts of time brought to you by Mountain Dew. <laughs> Do the time space continue? <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say, try uh, our new flavor, time space continuum. It comes with the pre packaged inception noise. Quantum berry relativity. It'll quantum berry. It'll blow your perception of reality. <laughs> Oh my god, so great. We continue to have so many things that need to be shirts. <laughs> shirts are real products. Mountain Dew, get in touch with us. We've got yeah. ideas for you. I will gladly drink a bottle of Quantum Berry Relativity <laughs> on stream for you. <laughs> How did uh, they make it? Well, they took some berry molecules and they fired them through the uh the, the CERN, hydron collider. The, the CERN <laughs> hydron <laughs> collider and yeah. uh then they put those molecules into a drink. Don't and worry then, that it glows. This Don't worry about it. charged with negative atoms. And then they <laughs> carbonated it for your for your drinking pleasure. Yes. In this reality, they carbonated it. <laughs> this reality. Mountain Dew split the flavor. 
split the flavor before it splits your atoms. Uh, <laughs> we live in a uh, constant uh, continuum of pain. Uh, no, no, you don't. You live in the constant do flux. <laughs> do flux, flux, flux. <laughs> oh. Wow. Wow. Uh, yeah, and, and more true facts like so, that. So so we go from Desert Wars and Euro Wars <laughs> to uh, Mountain Dew commercials because that's that's what we do here. Yeah. Yeah, that's how it works. Because you know, the Desert you know, Wars were definitely a sponsored event. <laughs> you know how Transformers was like uh-huh. basically publicity for the U.S. military? Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah, uh-huh. Yes. I want Mountain Dew. You mean the Michael Dew. Bay movie? <laughs> yes, the well, Michael yes, Bay Yes, yes, yeah. I know what I said. I said, it, mm-hmm. I said Transformers. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. And then <laughs> Mountain Dew is going to be the propaganda for the Desert Wars blood sport. <laughs> Oh gosh! Headshot replay brought to you by Mountain Dew. (laughs) We're gonna watch it in slow mo. mo. (laughs) Oh man! Let's throw it over to let's throw it over to the Mountain Dew commentary team to review that kill. My God, his prey matter became his gray matter. (laughs) My God! Looks like he won't be doing the do anytime soon. <laughs> Let's cut over to the Spanish announcer's desk. Oh no, not... a grenade! Oh no, a grenade! <laughs> I was gonna say, brutal, 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 brutal. <laughs> oh man, if you've never seen, what was that uh, Triple Mania pay-per-view we watched, dude? Dude, it's everyone. Because, because that was existential <laughs> dread, like, for three hours. So good. You ever want to so see good. Spider-Man clumsily rappelling down for, like, ten <laughs> real minutes? So dude, good. Austin experienced how much of a, a blast I am to watch just because I do not react to cringe very well. Uh-huh. I was like, oh, time. God. Oh, God, no. <laughs> anyway. Uh, do you, do you guys have any follow up questions for the Euro Wars? And why is the Six World so fun, even though it's it's so so awful? <laughs> it's so awful, but it's so fun because remember, so awfully we're, fun. We're drawing those correlations to real world events. Oh yeah, <laughs> Shadowrun is now everybody. Come on, <laughs> Shadowrun is the singularity. It is. It really is. Put your stock into Matrix Tech right now. Just do it. And I have. Brought to you by Quantum Berry. Hey, we did get some of that sweet, sweet English lore as well. So we found out about the monarchy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Still continuing <gasps> to be disappointed. But Ooh. again, that's fine. <laughs> yes. Still a monarchy. Still around. Still disappointed. Yeah. And there's no cyborg queen. I just keep her alive, man. Head in a jar, you know? Futurama got it right. I'm surprised that you went cyborg queen and you didn't go Master Sheetum Queen. See, here's the thing. Master Sheetum Queen is just evil across the board. Like <laughs> Cyborg Queen is just entertaining. <laughs> cyborg Queen is just my search history. Yeah, I don't want any, you know, I don't, not, I don't, bro, I don't want, you know, no, I don't you know want any of how that. many people said on the internet that they want to fuck a car because of the new Transformers trailer, because I have seen way too many opinions. I mean, that. they're not wrong. No, no, bad. <laughs> spritz ball, spritz ball, no. <laughs> where, where is 
my spritz bottle, please. <laughs> you guys, you guys, <laughs> listeners, please help me. Help me. <laughs> there is no helping you, son. I, I'm I'm sending the messages <laughs> through. I'm blinking twice blinking. and no one is coming for me. Where is my backup? <laughs> uh, if 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 anybody out there who is who is uh, intrigued by that Transformers movie, uh, just so you know, there's a movie called Titany. Uh, I believe it's a it's a European foreign movie about a woman who has sex with a car, and, and then the climax of the movie is her oh, uh, giving birth to a car baby. Oh no! <laughs> oh no! That's no. upsetting. <laughs> You're lying so, to me. I'm You're not. Lying to me. I'm super not. T i t i t a n e. Feel free to look it up. I it will is, not. I. Is... You know what? I will. I okay. will. No, I'm good. Yep. I'm going to look. In the, I in will the, look and let you know. I, I will I will read you the quick official Wikipedia description. I'm going to look and you don't let me know. How about that? As she returns to shower, Alexia finds that the car she modeled with earlier has turned on by itself. She enters it naked, has sex with the car, uh, and climaxes. Uh, it is what? revealed that Alexia uh, is a serial uh, killer who has murdered several men and women in the past few months. Fuck? That's just She's, an excerpt wait, from the wait, official wait, Wikipedia wait, uh, wait, plot wait. summary. Uh-huh. Why are you saying She's, the words you're saying? Uh-huh. She's a model serial killer. This doesn't oh, no. make any sense. Well, already. okay. So, so, so she's a car model in the movie. That's her job. So, like, she goes yeah, to like that. car shows, and but then also a serial killer. And then she murders people at the car shows that hit on her because you know, yay feminism. And then. Uh, she finds out that she's sexually attracted to cars. And... What 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 hmm. an empowering movie, so bro! Brave. It's a it's a lot, man. There's a lot to oh, this movie. So what a thing brave. to find out. We're not even uh, getting okay. into the fact that she pretends to be a firefighter and the log lost child of of the head of the of the police chief of the fire department in nope. order to stay there. Nope, nope, nope. nope. Uh-huh. We're, uh-huh. we're we're beyond we're beyond the scope of what we need to be talking about. Tighten it. Look it up. Have <laughs> fun for the whole family. Or you know, don't. Yeah, Rate, or don't. That's rated probably... E for everyone. That's really not. It's, it can't be. It, it cannot you be. You continue to be a conduit for the mysterious forces. <laughs> I do what I can. Ways. I do what I can. Oh, God. Well, uh, <laughs> on, on that note, I think it's time for us to take it home. Jesus. And uh, I, I want to do something a little bit different. Huh? Uh, yeah, I know, right? Usually we just kind of wrap and then and then go, but um, whoa, we're peeking behind the curtain. Here. We are a little bit. I would like to give you some of these positive comments that we've been getting, you guys, listeners. If you want, when you see the running on empty podcast come up on our YouTube, feel free to drop a comment. We will read your comments as long as they're not crazy. You know, like yeah, not, as okay, long as they're not you, cars having having whoa wait, relations I, with that, women that is very unrelated to anything we've talked about. You, I need, you, cars, I, I need so... you to calm down, boy. If anybody wants to discuss the merits of the film Titany, uh, please comment on the videos for. Shadow oh, no. and Are we going to have no, to set a Patreon no. goal? <laughs> no, if we no. reach a certain amount of like, we have like, to talk patrons, about this we have movie. to review no. it. We have to watch it and, and then, oh, God, no. That's no, not like that a thing. I'm super down. Oh, my God. But speaking <sighs> of interesting places to contribute your funds, uh-huh. where might people feel that they could help out this year podcast? To help out this year podcast and hear more about 
estranged movies that you never knew existed nor wished that they would have, you can come on over to our Patreon. <laughs> hit us up on patreon.com slash critical underscore hits. $5 a month gets you behind the scenes here, lets you hear the podcasts before they come out. You'll be able to participate in our future Worm Talk episodes where we'll answer your questions. That is what you get for being um, a patron. And also, your shout outs at the end of our Sinless Live plays as well. And of course, inevitably, when this podcast has like thousands and thousands of listeners, this will also have ads in it. So <laughs> I think it's worth noting that if you follow the podcast on Patreon, you're going to get an ad-free listening experience. Correct me if I'm wrong, and I don't think I, I am. You know, I, I will cross that bridge when we get there. We just need thousands of listeners. Tell your friends. Listen. Give us a listen. Look. Get listen. them into Shadowrun. Hey. This is the way to do it, right here. Right now. But back to our mm. lovely comments that we've received. These are from the Year of the Comet episode. You guys, we had a great time talking about the Year of the Comet and all of the crazy different surge variants of metahumanity that exist after or during the comment. So from our first comment, we have actually one of our one of our patrons, Tim. He Damn. has he has said, loving this stuff, guys, halfway, and I'm already waiting for the next pod. Tim, we love you over here. I'm so thrilled that you're enjoying the content. We hope to keep it as entertaining as we possibly can. I think we're doing a pretty good job. You know, Tim, all I got to say is I'm sorry or you're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> it's one or the other. It's one or the other. But other, regardless, we appreciate your feedback. It's very nice to hear. Our second comment on this same episode for the Year of the Comet comes from... Puddle 90 or Poodle 90. Yeah, we Sorry. were talking before we were the podcast. Is it like that. Poodle or is it Poodle? I, Puddle? I, you know, you know, you'll Puddle? have to let, let us, us know. know. Let us know. Let us know. Uh, I never heard of literal zombies showing up in Shadowrun. Could we get some mechanical and background info on them? Dot, dot, never dot. mind. <laughs> demon demon rats are R-O-U-S's. I don't believe they exist. <laughs> And I'd buy the Mysterious Forces shirt. You know, one of these days we're probably going to have Dude, Mysterious Forces. That's got to be our... F I mean, hey, I don't want to call my shot again. That's got to be our <laughs> first piece of merch. That might have In to be. my humble opinion. Uh, it, it, it would have to just say, I stand with the Mysterious Forces. No! <laughs> Enemy to humanity! I, I may or may not be in the process of workshopping a design idea for a Mysterious Forces shirt. I'm just going to put that out there. You shut your beautiful, sexy Ooh. mouth. I'm just going to you know put what? that out there. When, when, you have a, when you have a working uh, a working idea done, you know what we're going to have to do. Mm. Share it with our patrons. Limited <laughs> <laughs> <Women in> supply. <laughs> and uh, also, you know, if we if we can get in touch with CERN, you guys, uh, we'll try. We'll try and get in touch with CERN, and we'll see if we can make that quantum berry Mountain Dew for you. Uh, I don't Hell think they'll yeah. let us do it, but you never know. You, you got to shoot your shot sometimes. Yep. Quantum berry coming soon. Quantum berry coming! Exclamation point! Or question mark. But. <laughs> 
Uh, you know, that is the most perverse thing I've heard you say today, and I'm very thankful for it. You're um, welcome. Also, Quantum Berry coming. Like... <laughs> <laughs> oh, yum, yum, yum. Yum, yum, yum. Also, if you know worst case scenario, we get another shirt lined up. There you go. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, we could. Oh, man. All, I would wear all the ideas fuck here. out of a Quantum Berry shirt. Are you kidding me? Yo, Nova Possums, Quantum Berry, Mysterious Forces. Make Ooh. it look vintage, and we're all set. Oh, sh- shut your mouth. Like acid wash Whoa. kind of shit. Ooh. Yeah, man. That's what I'm saying. You need that swirl for that mountain, the Mountain Dew Berry Quantum look. Word? Word. You get right? it. You just get it. You guys, let us know what you think. Come on and join us over on our Discord. Sh- just shout out your ideas. We always love to hear them. We love to interact. Uh, just, you know, come hang out with us. We'll talk to you about some of this stuff. Tell us how you're staying vigilant against the encroaching darkness of mysterious forces. forces. And how secure is your tinfoil hat yeah yeah <laughs> all right you guys i think that is it for this episode we will wrap it up now thank you for listening as always we super appreciate you coming and being filled with this lovely Shadowrun lore and we will catch you guys on the next episode bye. have a good night everybody bye the Tops Company Inc. has sole ownership of the names, logo, artwork, marks, photographs, sound, audio, video, and or any proprietary materials used in connection with the game Shadowrun. The Tops Company Inc. has granted permission to Critical Hits to use such names, logos, artwork, photographs, sound, audio, video, and or any proprietary materials for promotional and informational purposes on its website, but does not endorse and is not affiliated with Critical Hits in any official capacity whatsoever.